Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the technical, cynical, cinephile side. And the hopeless, romantic side. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we're going to be looking at A Dickens of a Holiday. Exclamation point. Is there an exclamation point? Oh, I said that wrong. There is. All right, okay. A Dickens of a Holiday. (laughs) That's better. Hit it. Uh, This one obviously is about Charles Dickens. It takes place in Victorian England. Well, it's not really about Charles Dickens, but... <laughs> it should have been. Um, and we should mention, by the way, that uh, this podcast is sponsored by Ace Hardware tonight. Oh, I think you mean this movie was sponsored by Ace Hardware. Yes, yes. I, I don't know if you if you call it that, that sponsorship a, a few times in this film, uh, but Ace Hardware... Did I? Think, I? <laughs> I think Ace Hardware was in the credits as the, the second supporting actor, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of Ace Hardware in this one. Yeah, it was, a, it was a hard to miss. Yeah. Uh, but Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. Is this film a Dickens of a Holiday? One that you would like to watch again while you're reading A Christmas Carol? Or maybe you'd just like to have it on in the background while you skim through A Christmas Carol? Or maybe you never want to watch this one again. You just want to watch them up at Christmas Carol. Well, I do want to watch him up at Christmas Carol. It is really we, good. We haven't watched it, it yet this year. Uh, but for this movie, I would definitely watch this one again. Even with Ace Hardware everywhere. Even with Ace Hardware everywhere. Um, I I mean, Ace Hardware, sure, it's a great store. If you if you want to sponsor us, Ace Hardware, <laughs> yeah. we, uh, where we, do we where do we Where do we sign up for that sponsorship? <laughs> yeah. I worked there. You know, I'll, I'll say that I worked there in my youth. Sure. Greatest job I ever had. Let's make it happen. Sure. I might as well have worked there. Um, <laughs> but yes, I I really enjoy this movie as I anticipated that I would. Okay. Uh, because I love these two actors and yeah. we have yet to see them together before. And yeah, it was as dreamy of a pair as i as i had concocted in my head um so yeah what what about you yeah i I would watch this one again i i think i would watch this one again um i don't think there's a few technical things that kind of bothered me about it i don't think it's the the best one this year but it's it's one that was a lot of fun i like the concept a lot uh it got me super hyped for a christmas carol i actually started reading it after I watched this, actually, we were reading it together. And yeah, I was having a lot of fun reading it. It got me really psyched. And I love Scrooge. I, I didn't realize how much I, I liked the character of Scrooge until after I saw this. So yeah, this one was, was fun. Not uh, not cynical, eh? No, not cynical but you, at all. you relate with Scrooge? I mean, come on. I think we all relate a lot to Scrooge. I think he's really the hero. <laughs> Such a relatable character. <laughs> Um, but no, it, it was fun, and I, I would enjoy seeing it again because, I, like you, I, I do enjoy both of these actors. Yes, and before we get into the actors whom, mm. whom we love very right. much, I'll give a quick plot summary please, for please you. Please, please do. And if you don't say A's hardware in this plot summary, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. Oh, well, we better get an ice pack for those <laughs> sores because... <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Cassie needs a win in her directing career, so when she finds herself needing a Scrooge for the big A Christmas Carol play, she never expects to be directing Jake, fellow drama class schoolmate turned famous action star. Mm -hmm. 
Working together brings up memories and secret crushes. Neither of them aware that this play will help and heal in so many ways, all while falling into love. Mm. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Gave me the Christmas Christmas feels right there. <laughs> uh, no, I think you hit hit it all nail on the head. Uh, I'd I'd love to to dive right into this, but before we do that, let's talk about Ace our, Hardware. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about Ace Hardware. <laughs> uh, let's talk about our, our two main leads here. Yes, we have Brooke Dorsey, who she who plays Cassie. Is awesome. She is so awesome. She is like like the embodiment of of Christmas spirit. I was gonna say she's I, like like Christmas glitter. They can Christmas just sprinkle on a movie. Magic. Just, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She honestly is one of my favorites, and I feel like we don't see enough of her on on Hallmark. As as you know, if you listen to the podcast, Miss Christmas is one of my favorite Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. And yes, that that's my favorite Brooke Dorsey movie. And I and I think I have to say this one would be my second favorite of hers. I I just feel like she was everything that I love about her as yeah. an actress in this movie, but even more. Yeah. I just feel like she did so well with this this role, and it she was just a delight. I, I just, I really enjoyed her character. I actually can't add anything to that. I, I think you actually, yeah, crushed it. Yeah, you, I agree with everything you, you've said. You've said it beautifully. Thank you. Uh, and then we have Mr. Christopher <laughs> Palaha, who plays Jake. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm gonna gush about about this gentleman. Um, and also, I feel like we don't see enough of him. Uh, it's been a minute since we've seen him in a movie. I feel like. Um, What's he been doing? What he been up to? Let us know. <laughs> I think he does the the mysteries, uh, mm. mystery shows, and I think he wrote a book. There's a book that that's come out that so he co-wrote busy. yeah he's been, he's been up to some well, other good. things good for you good, good well you know he's been doing action movies apparently <laughs> on top of cars um but no this this character was interesting f- to me because he has played a movie star before mm-hmm. in a hallmark movie and i have to say it was a little a little hard for me in the beginning of the movie because I wasn't quite sure if I was going to like his character. Okay. Why not? Well, you know, he just he seems a little egotistical, you know, this big action famous movie star. He seems very self-centered mm-hmm. and you know, I just was like how how am I going to get behind this guy? Like how is he going to be with Cassie? Like how is this going to work because, you know, she just seems like the sweetest thing. And so I I was a little, I was curious of how, how they were going to play it. And yeah, they, I mean, they did it well. They they turned him on his head and I ended up really loving, loving his character. Yeah, no, I mean, he definitely had that ego going for him. I mean, the way that he was with his, uh, his assistant, but at the same time, you know, he treated his assistant well. So while he did seem to have an ego, the way he talked with his assistant, there was that underlying thing of I respect you and I appreciate all that you're doing. He wasn't like a jerk, egotistical yeah. maniac. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you're right. In the beginning, it was a little like, mm, where are you going to fit? Are we going to like you? Um, and yes, by the end of it, yes, I was I was definitely rooting for him. 
Yeah, um, because, you know, we have been seeing a lot of more of these, like, relatable characters. Mm -hmm. So this was, like, so far removed from that. But they definitely dived deep into into his story, and I loved where they went with it. So, yeah, uh, do we want to get into the meet-cute? Sure, let's do it. Are we, are we going to do the FaceTime meet-cute? I mean, yeah, we have to, because that's, that's technically the the original meet cute the og and we are we are technically romance so we we, we have to be technical okay go for it um so, so it was an ace hardware where they met <laughs> beautifully lit i wish no so it's a facetime meet cute and i thought it was really cute i i thought it was <laughs> awkward kind of funny um you know they have they've right off the bat they have the funny kind of banter that i was expecting mm-hmm. And I thought this particular FaceTime call seemed very rooted in reality. It wasn't jarring for me. So how did you feel about it from a technical standpoint? Yeah, I think they, they did the best they could with what they were doing. Um, the, the FaceTime video was overlaid on top of the phone, so it wasn't like they were actually doing it. Um, you know, just sort of a technical thing. They, they basically have to overlay the footage on top of the phone because otherwise you get like these weird, like the get a little bit of banding and you also the exposure is going to be off anyway uh it was done well it was done well and they weren't looking directly at the camera which is always a plus like sometimes uh for the christmas tree one i think they were looking straight at the camera they didn't do that and they didn't you know they kind of utilized the scene if, if you watch that scene jake there's a lot of wides for it jake kind of walking around there's a lot of movement in that scene jake walking while he was putt putt golfing mm-hmm. And so that kept it very fresh and kept a lot of action going. So it wasn't very static. And I think that helped a lot. Whereas if Jake was sitting down, that would have been a much more boring scene. So yes, overall, I think it was fun. And they had that, that cute little line. It was like an awkward conversation. I, I, I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, about the that she chose directing over acting because she found it more challenging. Yes. And so it like, you know, makes a recurring uh, thing about he says some like she says something and he's like oh is it not challenging enough for you mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah i thought the dialogue was really funny i did too yeah so i do want to shout out the writers of this movie um julie sherman wolf who we've mentioned here on the podcast before um great job with this one and uh, also mark hefty had a hand in it as well so i really thought the writing was, was excellent for for this one no there was a lot of cute little quips here and there and it got very serious at times too so really played off of the the funny moments with the more serious sprinkling some romance and you got a good film here and the line that i was thinking of was i just said that that back and forth of, oh, i yeah. just said that i i love that because I felt the awkwardness. They both acted that out well. So overall, very pleased with the meet cute. Yeah, you can already kind of, you feel a little re- maybe resentment maybe that Cassie has towards Jake. Yeah. Um, and there, there's definitely some we- kind of weird tension that we aren't quite sure what's going on there just mm-hmm. yet. Um, but I liked it. I liked feeling a little uncomfortable, but it was still cute at the same time. For sure. Yeah, for sure. What I want to know, is there a Dickens, Ohio? And do they do this? Is this a thing or is this made up? I need to know this. Did you look this up? Because I didn't. I did not look it up. <laughs> Give me one second. Okay. We're going to bring you the, the latest news here. Uh, Dickens Victorian Village is located in Cambridge in southeastern Ohio. So I don't think there's a Dickens, Ohio, but there's a Dickens Victorian Village. Mm. Uh, so they lied to us. They lied right to our faces, basically, which hurts, but... 
that's cool that they have like a Victorian like theme there in Ohio. I don't know why in Ohio you have a Victorian Christmas village, but they have one. 4.8 stars, 219 reviews. Uh, opens at 10 a.m. tomorrow, so if you're in that area, please make sure to check it out. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this is anything new of Hallmark lying to us. <laughs> so, but it was neat. Though. No I mean, surprise there. It's cool though. Uh, I think, and we've seen a few of these lately. This has been kind of the the season of Victorian Christmas. There's been a few nods, like we've had some decorations that have been very Victorian. So I, I like that this sort of trend of Victorian Christmas is coming back this year. Yeah, Dickens Day in this movie seems really fun. I know, so right? I would be super into that if I lived there. But so the whole thing uh, of the movie, you know, is they need a Scrooge. And so Jake decides to play the, their Scrooge because, you know, it's it's about he he wants to find his more dramatic side he wants to showcase that because you know he's just an action star so he wants to show a different side of him yeah because he wants this role um from some a book that's being turned into a movie that his mom really loved the book and his mom has passed away and it's a very dramatic book and you know he's they don't think it'd be like some sort of action star now being like i want to do this really serious film and be like we're not sure so he decides to do a play in a small town to show the world that he can be a dramatic actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've actually learned. To me, it makes sense uh, uh, from speaking to quite a few people on the podcast that, you know, people in the theater, like that's a lot of drama, you know, act, actors that can do drama really well. They come from the theater. So, yeah, I thought it made complete sense for him to want to do this to kind of showcase that side. That's a really good point. You're absolutely right. There, People that... Some of the actors we've spoken to that have that sort of theater background, they, they really speak to how it makes them a, a better actor. So yeah. actors going to the stage, even if it is a small town, Dickens, Ohio, uh, does make sense. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And I will say, they, they really embraced the Victorian aesthetic here. There's a, a few scenes that take place on the main street at night. It looks so beautiful. I mean, there's almost like Victorian fog in the background. The lampposts have this beautiful bokeh glow around them. And as they're walking down, they literally have a chestnut vendor with roasted chestnuts mm -hmm. to really sell that, that sweet Victorian Christmas. So um, a really great job, just sort of set design here, giving us that, that feeling of kind of bringing the Victorian Christmas into like, you know, small town America. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I liked the sets. I loved the, the play itself like i don't think we've seen this before um we did have a play in an unexpected christmas a little different mm -hmm. um but i love that they just dived right in that this whole movie was about this play and mm -hmm. that we got to see the rehearsals and you know him trying to find the character and all of this like i i don't know about you but i loved this like i just thought it was very interesting like i was like hooked like it was hard for me to even write notes for this one because I was just like really into the movie. So what you're saying is you preferred the the main theme of this to be the play and not like a business meeting. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. You prefer not a lawyer's office, but the playhouse. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. I would, I would say that is correct. Well, you must be a small set of people because I know a lot of people out there that love business meetings <laughs> in Hallmark films. But for romance, since I am the, the hopeless romantic, <laughs> The the romance in this movie. Can mm. we talk about it? Yeah, please. I have some I have some qualms. 
Brooke, you have qualms? I have, I have one qualm, but go ahead. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. I have none. Brooke and Christopher <laughs> together is like a dream. I feel like I'm going to say the word dreamy a oh, lot in this count movie. Count it. Let's count it. These two together were just, it, it was like. Uh, it was natural. It felt very oh natural. Oh my gosh. It, it was, it was like jumping out of the screen at me. Like I could just, <laughs> I could feel it. You know, I feel like I could reach out, touch the TV screen and I would like get an electric shock or something. Mm. Like I just thought they were adorable together. Yeah. And, you know, Again, I, I talk about the, the little details of these things. And one of my favorite things was Cassie. And they did this a lot. And I keep going back to Unexpected Christmas, but this was also in there. Cassie did a lot of touching. I don't know what it is about. It just, it was just, it's she something. She was a toucher. She yeah. was a toucher. Touchy-feely a bit, mm. Cassie. But I don't blame her. So... One of my absolute favorite scenes is when she's trying to help him, like, get into character Ooh, to, like, find yeah. who Scrooge is. And she's like, you have to start basically from the outside in. Oh, this is beautiful. I, I'm getting chills hearing you talk about it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and she starts, like, manipulating his face, like, his cheeks and his eyebrows and, like, then like his posture and like she's just kind of like molding his face like Literally to, to this molding. like scowling the whole that whole scene to me was like beautiful yeah. like it was so like i did not feel like i was watching hallmark movie like this felt so it was intimate it was, it was very intimate. it was so intimate and so like there was not much sound like she was talking while she was doing but it was so quiet and yeah so intimate and just Oh my God. Like my heart was like pounding for it. Like I could just feel it. I don't know. I just thought that was a genius scene. Um, as for romance like that. Oh, I, well, I loved it. I, I did too. And I think we really got to give a shout out to, to obviously both actors and the writers, but also the director mm -hmm. for directing this scene, because I think this scene was masterfully crafted. Yes. Uh, director is Paul Ziller. And yeah, I just, yeah, that scene was just fantastic. Yeah, it really was. So my, my qualms with the romance, I have one qualm. When they first meet together, you know, after the first sort of he comes in, introduces himself, mm -hmm. she asks him out for Coco. And I don't know why her character would ask him out for Coco at that point. After they're done, it, it seems weird to me that she would go ahead and just be like, hey, let's go get some Coco. It seemed like they, they, they missed a beat there for me in terms of development. Mm, I don't think so. I think... It was like, I think there there was like a switch. So mm -hmm. she was kind of seeing a certain side of him. And then it was like after like the, that first sort of meeting rehearsal or whatever. And there was, you know, the Ace Hardware maybe had something to do with it. They have that little talk in front of the Ace Hardware. No, no, no. It's, they're, they're not at Ace Hardware yet. That's the weird thing. They're coming out of the playhouse. It's when he comes in and says, bah, you know, he does this big entrance and kind of acts like a, a star. And then they leave. Oh, I was thinking they went. They were walking. Oh, he no, was no, like, no. I, "Can I walk with you?" And then she was like, "Oh, do you want to get some cocoa yeah. with me?" After they were already walking. No, it was right away. She's like, "Well, let's go get some hot cocoa." So no, I'm pretty sure he was like, "Well, where are you going?" And like, she he was going to the inn, and she's like, "Oh, well, I'm that way too." So they were just walking together. But then, like as they're talking, she kind of starts warming up to him, and then she's like, "Do you want to get some cocoa?" 
I don't know. We'll have to see well, because that was the... Let's rewind the yeah. tape back. Because um, that was the only time that it, I, I just felt like they missed a small beat where it didn't make sense for her character to do that. But that's the only small qualm I have. Well, I think you missed the beat, mm -hmm. but I think they were having conversation. And then because that is a line and I actually jotted that down as my notes because he's like, Coco with you? And he's like, I will not say no to that. And like the look on his face, like he just looks so excited <laughs> because we find out that he had a crush on her in a high hard school. Hard crush, hard crush. Which is just to me, just the sweetest, the sweetest thing. Well, it's cool. I mean, in terms of character development, I love the fact that this guy, you know, he was a stagehand. He did the sets because he worked at Ace Hardware. <laughs> and she was sort of like Miss Popularity. You know, she was the lead in all of the, the plays. She was the one that was voted to, you know, most succeed basically. And so to have him be the big star and have lots of money and then to have her basically fail in New York City on Broadway, I thought that was a really neat little twist there because he he's now the big shot and she is she's nothing. She is literally nothing. Yeah, she talks about remembering like that he was just really quiet. So she doesn't like yeah it's interesting that he's the one that was sort of like mm -hmm. pining for her and she kind of was unaware because there's that great line where he notices someone else in the play like a, a guy that's sort of like hit a version of him younger self and he's like in love with you know one of the stars of the of the play and he's like oh yeah he's totally into her and she's like what no girls always know yeah. when a guy is into her and you know of course he's like well not always not always no, yeah, I, I did like that, yeah. So I don't, one of the things I didn't like, though, is we don't get to see them sing. They talk about this candlelit caroling that they're going to do. We don't get to see it. We see the aftermath. We see them walking with electric candles, not even real candles, and there's no, no hint of any singing that happened. They kind of mention it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to see them out doing the caroling thing. What about you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because we've had so many, you know, bad <laughs> dubbing over music. They were like, you Hallmark's know been listening to you. We can't do this to Stephanie anymore. No, no. we're not even going to do any singing. No more singing. No, but we don't get singing, but we do get dancing. Oh, yes, we do. Now, talk about romance. Mm -hmm. So Christopher Palaha is one of my favorites. Uh, not only is he an amazing actor, um, he's also very tall <laughs> and <laughs> i can't wait to see where you're going with this please continue no but one of my favorite things about him is his voice he has just this it's like a heavy like thick like dreamy mm -hmm. i would say okay. uh very like movie star at like old time movie star type voice like it is just like he needs to do some audiobooks is is what I'm talking about here, <laughs> or some uh, some calm calm app. Like Ooh, I'd I'd yeah. fall asleep to some Palaha. Um, <laughs> that should be the new T-shirt. That should be the new T-shirt. <laughs> I'd fall asleep to some Palaha. Oh, but there's this scene where you know he says something about not being a big dancer, and then he's like, "But a small one, yes." <laughs> Oh my god! I think I rewound. I, re you did. I rewinded I, I remember it. That. You rewinded did do it. Rewound. Rewound. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I it tickled me. It <laughs> like I was like a giddy little girl. Like I just thought, and with his voice and like the way he was saying it, it was so cute. And I just when they're dancing and you know he's 
talking real low to her. I just, oh man, I'm not going to say too much more because I don't want to embarrass you, but very cute. She, she like the whole dancing scene, there's like a, bo- she boops him on his nose. Like when they're talking, mm-hmm. they're like hardcore flirting. Um, and I just was feeling like these two together, it was just everything to me. Yes. No, I, I definitely agree there. The chemistry was, was extraordinary between these two. You did talk about qualms. Okay. And I do, I take it back. I did have some. Are you, are you going to be talking about the almost kiss like five times? I'm, well, I'm talking about the fade, the fade to black. Oh, that's uh, technical. Which, oh, that's some technical stuff. Yeah, right, but it, it, it. it ruined my, my romance. So that's why <laughs> I'm talking about it because it kept happening. They did that a lot. They yeah. did it a lot. There would be this really nice romantic scene and I'm all into it and enjoying it. And like, where is this going to go? Well, you know where it went? It went to black. It went to it a commercial. Fade to black to a commercial. To those Etsy commercials. And I was just like, what? Um, so I'm not sure why they kept doing that. You'd, it, have, you'd have to talk to the editor about that. That's an editing choice right Well, there. I'm going to IMDb, find that editor and say, tell me, tell me your <laughs> life choices here. Because, um, yeah, I was just like, don't cut away. Why would you cut away? Find a different way to end this scene. Well, because they want you to keep watching, right? So in their mind, I'm just trying to think if I was editing this. In their mind, it's like, okay, if we edit on this point that's really exciting, like they're, they're really connecting here. We edit so you you stay and watch what develops. The inverse of that is if you do that, you get frustrated because you don't get to see it play it out. Mm -hmm. They edited it. Edited it? They edited it. That sounds so awful. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird one. Uh, But they did it too soon. They should have let it play out a little bit more and then gone to black. So because they did it too soon, we're left wanting and getting frustrated and not just wanting, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was definitely left wanting. Um. They, so that so that was my one issue. Um, but it didn't bother you that they they it was these weird moments where they sort of almost kissed a few times, and that kind of played into the editing too. But there was that a few just times builds up where, like the tension for me. So I'm not always like hating right. on that. But I felt like they just did it like one too many times. It became almost like mm, come on, just let's get the kissing going. But there was the t- all of the touching. So they were <laughs> they were not giving me one thing, but they were giving me another. So I was still satisfied. Okay. Um, minus the cutaways. Uh, yeah. Overall, though, uh, in terms of technical, you know, I thought the, the camera work was, was done well, lighting was done really well. Um, I, I really had no issues with with anything in this film from a technical standpoint, other other than our normal things, which was the cheesy music, especially in the beginning. It was it was pretty pretty heavy in the beginning with the cheesy music. It kind of tapered off um, towards the end. I felt like. Cheesy music. I didn't. Are you talking about the jingle? Yeah, like the jingle week? in the beginning, it was pretty, pretty heavy-handed. See, I didn't even notice it in this movie. What I did notice was there was some pretty uh, extreme dubbing that happened yeah, early on, uh, and it was mostly with Palaha. And it might be because he has that amazingly deep, dreamy voice. So I do find that happens a lot with like deeper voiced mm-hmm. uh, actors that they have to do dubbing. So that may have been the the case, but. It was a little, a little much um, right in the beginning, but then after, it didn't. I never there's really be a saw way to much do of it. These films where you're not dubbing so much. There has to be a way, and I know they're they're fighting background noise, but there's got to be a way to control the scene sometimes where they're not dubbing as much. And I don't know how they how they would do it, but there's got to be something. I think because they don't have a lot of time to do these movies, they yeah, they can't maybe do yeah. as many you know cut or as many shots 
So they kind of just have to work with what they right. what they have. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But no, overall, that's a te- little just a technical insight, maybe Ooh, that I right. have for you. <laughs> but overall, no, big thumbs up for this film from a technical standpoint. I was I was all for it. Yeah. So so one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie is they get a little deep. So there is some funny, witty humor, you mm-hmm. know, in there. And this movie was like a lot of fun. But they did have this theme with a, a, a bit a bit of a more emotional uh, bent to it. And uh, that was with Jake and his brother, Craig. And I really, really enjoyed these two together. Um, so I did want to shout out the actor that played Craig, uh, Chad Willett. And I thought that some their scenes together were like performance wise, like, amazing yeah um and i'm sure that had to do with the director as well and script uh it all kind of worked together and i loved seeing these two together i loved seeing the progression of their relationship to them being very kind of cold to each other you're not really sure like there's obviously some bad blood between them and then you know as the movie goes on we find out what's happened and you know to them you know, making up and that whole scene. Like, I just thought their scenes together were fantastic. Yeah, the, the progression of that relationship was was really kind of cool to see. It's not something we see often uh, because his brother hated him. There was so much animosity there, so much pain. And, you know, working through, through that pain throughout the entire film was great to see. And obviously the resolution they have, you know, when the brother finally kind of accepts them and eats the the pot pie mm-hmm. that, that whole thing was was really awesome to kind of go on that journey with them and it was acted well we keep saying this but yes this movie was acted very well yeah the chicken speaking of the chicken pot pie that scene was very sweet with them mm-hmm. but also can we talk about cassie coming in with oh, that dress holy cow you look amazing is what he says to her. And we I think we said the same thing when she walked in. We're like, oh, wow. Yeah, his reaction, my reaction, she was looking gorgeous. Yeah. I was I was like, whoa, and not expecting that, Cassie. She was coming in hot. And this is not like a, you know, a fancy restaurant. This is his brother's restaurant. This is like a Denny's. You know, so she's packing I, some heat. It might be a little a nicer than a Denny's, I would say. Fine, a Denny's in New York City then. She's, she's packing some heat. She comes in that dress. She's looking great, and all the heads are turning. Uh, I think it was maybe more of like like an Applebee's or okay, Applebee's, you know, something. You put Applebee's above Denny's as a nicer restaurant. I don't know. Maybe not Applebee's. It's not <laughs> the outback, right thing. An Outback Steakhouse, Red Lobster. Where are we going? Where, how, how far do you want to take this? We <laughs> we usually eat local, so I don't know many popular. Well, chains, I was I was just the, surprised they didn't eat at the Ace Hardware store. <laughs> you pull out some tables, well, Ace Hardware. You get your popcorn. We'll do it. We'll have an Ace Hardware. Apparently, dinner. Ace Hardware gives. Apparently, Ace Hardware is different from when I knew Ace Hardware because now they sell Christmas trees. Yes, you can get popcorn there. Like, am I? Is it Ace Hardware just like an all like inclusive? Like they just they do dinner they do too. It all. They do dinner. Yeah. Do so dinner. now they do dinner. We're gonna have dinner at Ace Hardware tomorrow night. We'll let you guys know. <laughs> Um, but talk about this scene because it is a beautiful scene. But no, I love the scene. I uh, but the chicken pot pie. Yes, I love that he, you know, talks about oh this was mom's. And he's like like the look on Craig's face when he's like well I, I you know I kind of did up the crust a little different like I did my own mm-hmm. thing. So you could tell he's like wondering like what what are you gonna think of it? And then when Jake just kind of like 
gushes about it and says how amazing it is like you can really see the the joy that he's like trying to hold back oh yeah but um and he says like mom would be proud or something like oh that. god oh, yeah man. it that Ooh. was very touching so yeah that was that was a really wonderful scene and real quick i i do want to shout out the name of the pub that they go to for that dancing scene you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. it's called three ghosts pub which i think is the best name for a pub you know after the christmas In dickens yeah, yeah. Such a cool name. So I just want to give a little nod to that because I love little details like that. They could have called the pub anything and I would have been fine with it. But throwing that name, making it tie back into Victorian England, just awesome. Awesome touch. Yeah, definitely uh, wonderful details Mm -hmm. um, in this movie. Well, did you like, real quick, I'm sorry. Did you like the fact that Scrooge and Jake, you know, their their lives kind of mirrored each other? Mm -hmm. You know, I I like that, that that sort of. Oh, yeah. I felt like this movie was very sort of like. Uh, kind of like meta mm-hmm. for for Jake and in this Scrooge role, like there were definitely some parallels, uh, you know, of things going on in his life. And I just, I love, I loved that. I did. I love that it went deeper. I loved that it was sort of like this, like introspective, sort of like bigger meaning. And yeah, they do have that, but this felt a little more, maybe just a little bit more authentic to yeah. me. Um, and maybe it was because of like the acting, you know, that that we were seeing this. But I loved seeing, we'll, we'll, we can just go there. I loved, loved seeing Christopher uh, Palaha play this role because he is so good. And we've mentioned him before in, when he did um, in Small Town Christmas and he kind of took on that like Jimmy Stewart persona kind uh, of. from Miss Wonderful kind <laughs> It's of. a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Which was brilliant, by the way. We loved him in that. But him as Scrooge, like to me, like he really goes hard in his roles in these movies. And and we appreciate it so much. And I felt like this was the hardest he's ever gone doing this role. And seeing him act, seeing him act as an actor, acting as Scrooge (laughs) was just to me, it was phenomenal like i honestly thought his performance was like oscar worthy when he does that rehearsal where he's on his knees like it's it's i'm getting choked up now just thinking like she's crying when she's watching him and i was just feeling the same way like that was so emotional and he just killed it yeah thankfully his assistant was there filming it who we haven't talked about his assistant's amazing oh yeah i i loved his assistant um as well but I mean, yeah, that that scene in particular when he's on his on his knees there, and you know she's there directing him, and they have that connection, and it was it was great. It was great to see, and we're we are rewarded as viewers to see, you know, those scenes in the production with his makeup and he's jumping on the bed and swinging around on the 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 bedpost, and it was just very rewarding to see. And yes, he gave it his all in the best way possible. Yes. Oh, and I loved also how they ended that scene with like just a hug. So that you probably think it was like an almost kiss, like they were gonna. Oh no kiss. no 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 that there no no I like the hug there. Okay, yeah, yeah, that hug to me was. No, yes, I agree with you. That was not an almost kiss moment. Yeah, it was a hug. Yeah, that was yeah. I'm, I'm very... And a good hug, like that was that scene was it was amazing. Like if you wanna if you wanna know if Christopher Plaha is a is a good actor, watch watch yes. watch this movie. Also. So. You know, let's talk about the thing that we both hate the most in these films, which is the conflict. And I, I, I think the conflict was done well and not so well. 
you know, I, I like, so basically, you know, they, the assistant records his performance. He gets basically a chance to wine and dine the producer of the, the role that he wants back in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but he's going to have to miss the production. And so normally in a Hallmark film, you know, the other person would be like, oh, don't go. You have to do this. And he goes anyway, you know, but we don't have that. She says, go do this. Mm-hmm. And so that to me was really nice. I'd like that sort of flip. What I don't like, though, is that she was so willing for him to go, knowing how important this play was, not just for herself, but for the town. So that was a little weird to me. And, you know, she's going to end up doing the Scrooge thing herself. So it kind of made sense. But it threw me for a loop. But I like that they tried something new with this. I like that it just wasn't the the normal thing. He's just going to run off. Yeah, it definitely threw me for a loop, too. And I agree. I enjoyed it. Like, it was different. But I also was really, like, but why? But yeah. what? Like, no, like this was the whole thing it was like you needed him yeah. to be Scrooge. You needed Scrooge. So, I mean, it did show that she was trying to be selfless and or she was being selfless that she wanted this. She knew how badly he wanted this. And so it was just it was weird because she says, we'll figure out the play. No, you will not. Because this is crazy. Yeah, because before it was like, we can't have a play if we don't have Scrooge. And then it was like, oh, no, we'll be fine. Yeah, so that that was the only thing. But I will say, I'd like this much better than if they, they had done the traditional thing where he just runs off and doesn't tell her, or, you know, something stupid like that. So it was a little weird, but I applaud the weirdness in this because I would have been so frustrated if it had been anything else, I think. Yeah, and it was funny that she's like, well, I'm kicking you out. I love that he was like, no, I'm going to stay. But then she was like, well, I'm kicking you out of the play because you have to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it was a nice little sort of different type of conflict. And it was very short-lived. Like, it wasn't like something that was which drawn like, out. Yeah. Which we appreciate. We hate Absolutely. these drawn-out five-month conflicts where they don't pick up their cell phone. Like, more of this. More of this, please. So, overall... I'm going to give this one a little thumbs up in terms of conflict. I didn't I didn't hate it. Yeah, no, I didn't hate it either. Um, I do want to also mention something that was very sweet and cute because I just I love like old things was with the were the gifts oh, that they they gave call, each yeah. other. So he finds the the mixtape that he made her in high school, mm-hmm. which uh, mixtapes. I mean, who? Well, we might be dating ourselves, but we I'm totally fine with it. Definitely are dating ourselves. I mean, Mixtapes were were the best. They were. And I definitely miss them. Um, Getting them off the radio. You know, the radio song (laughs) would come on. He'd hit record real quick. Get some of the DJ in it. Oh, Oh my gosh. I really do miss uh, mixes. But that was super sweet. I really wanted to know what was on it, though. Oh, yeah. I wish we could have had, like, a little peek into that. So, Julie, if you're listening, the writer of this movie, Julie or Mark, whoever put in the mixtape do you have the track list for this because i would love to know and then she gives him an old uh charles dickens book of a christmas carol it's like really old and she signs it and i love old books it's like my favorite so i i love she does sign it and she signs it also with a quote from the play and he's yeah. like, oh, is this, is this from, is this line from the play? Like it's such a funny little thing. Cause it's such a touching moment and it ends on a little bit of humor there. It was really funny. Yeah. I'd be curious to know if there was much ad-libbing yeah, in this as too. well. Um, just cause I feel like Palaha is an ad-libber, but I could be wrong. I'm going to um, say he's not, I'm going to say Palaha is not an ad-libber. He's, I think he's by the book. He gets into character. Method. 
Yeah. He's probably he probably was Scrooge this this whole this <laughs> he's whole still, filming. He's still Scrooge. He's coming down from it. He's coming down from um, it. But no, and especially in that scene, like their hugs in this movie were Oof. just like yeah. so sweet. And then like this one, it was just so so intimate. Yeah, intimate is like a really good word for this relationship because she was constantly like touching his face, mm-hmm. and then like in this scene, she's like running her fingers through his hair, and it yep. just felt like you just could feel the love between them. Um, so. I really loved those gifts that they gave each other, and that scene was really wonderful yeah. um, from a, for a romantic standpoint. And, you know, one thing I really was hoping for was a kiss with him in the Scrooge outfit and makeup. So what you were hoping for while you were watching this? like I was oh, wondering. Please. I was like, because, like, he shows up and decides to do it, which, by the way, she was going to do Scrooge as herself like why wouldn't they have tried to put some makeup on her put her hair up like try to make her look like scrooge but she was just like herself with Again, the nightgown conflict was very weird conflict <laughs> was very weird but no i i thought that would have been definitely interesting mm-hmm. uh i was a little curious how they were going to play it but you know they would have crushed it well because i feel like you know nor in a normal hallmark movie like after the play they would run to each other and like kiss but he was still in makeup so you know i was like are they are they <laughs> but they didn't <laughs> maybe that was a good call maybe it wasn't maybe we'll never know in the, it's a director's cut there's we'll a, never know <laughs> yeah. but yeah he, again he killed it as scrooge you know now she's apparently going to be a big time director because of this who um knows? who knows we assume we hope for Cassie. And, you know, it's cute. They're like, how, how do you feel about long distance relationships? Uh, and then he says this really sweet line. that he's like, wherever you are, that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we have our kiss. And you love it because it does the thing that you always love where we get the camera turn. Mm. Again, I, I don't I, – I give it sparks because they, they had sparks throughout the whole movie, even when they weren't kissing. But the kiss looked great from afar, <laughs> from behind Cassie's head. Uh, it so looked weird. like good things were happening there, but it's hard to say because – Why did they do that? They – the camera just turns around. I really – I wonder – I don't know if it's just it's got to be like a preference thing. I don't know if it's the actor preference or director preference or like what it is about some of these kisses that they just don't want to be seen. Let us know. Tell us. Tell us what's going on here. I don't get it. Maybe it's an editor preference, too. I don't know. Maybe it's the editor thing. Maybe they think it's just like, oh, this is a Hallmark style. Little kiss will turn the camera. Stop it. Don't do that. Maybe anymore. some blazing inferno was happening down there, but you know the camera shot back, and we will never, we'll know. never know. But it did look like it could have been blazing inferno worthy. But I'm gonna give it sparks just because I couldn't fully tell. That's a good call. Um, but like I said, they were giving me enough romance and you know energy throughout the whole movie together that it wasn't it wasn't a deal breaker for me. So. And there you have it, guys. That is a Dickens of a Holiday. A nice little fun Hallmark movie for us. Definitely one I think we would watch again, like we said earlier. And it got me so hyped for Scrooge and Christmas Carol. Also, just a little, you know, nod to Miss Christmas. It did really warm my heart to see the dad. Uh, Greg Rogers played the mayor in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was in Miss Christmas. Yep. So that made me happy that they were together. A little reunited. Again. Yep. Yeah. That was really cool. Good call. Good call. 
Good call. Yeah, but no, I really enjoyed this movie. Definitely will watch again. And I would love to see these two in more movies together. For sure. They had wonderful chemistry. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Please make sure to like, subscribe, thumbs up, rate, review, send us messages, do all the things that you guys always do because we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And we will be back with more Countdown to Christmas, which... I think this Countdown to Christmas has probably been one of the, the best ones that I've seen in a hot minute. They've hit a lot of different ones, and there's been some some great films we've seen so far. Yeah, Hallmark has uh, definitely really upped their game this mm-hmm. year, and I'm impressed. Yep. So, yeah, I've definitely been enjoying uh, a lot of these movies. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.